I don't know when to chime in. <laughs> that was the long, long intro. Must have been one of the first ones I used. Yeah. yeah. Well, we can barely hear it too. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I felt like uh, Rick Moranis shrunk us all by, with his device. And uh, oh. everything was shrunken in, so we were all going to have like little tiny voices, which I'm sure Tony can do. <laughs> Maybe not so much. What's going on, fellas? Yeah. Hey, hey. Episode 325. Anybody know where that is? Uh, I can look that up. Go ahead and look that up, sir. Episode 325 of the Bad Boys Texas. Podcast. What? Abilene in San Angelo areas. San okay. Angelo? Texas. San it's in Angelo. Texas. Yes, yeah, from Texas. Steers and queers, baby. Oh, I was just going to say howdy, partners, but you had to go there, huh? The stars at, what is it, how does it go? Stars at night. <laughs> you guys remember Peter's Big Adventure? Come on, man. You're failing, you're failing. Bad Boys Podcast, we randomly rant on all things movies. I am your cowboy, I'm your huckleberry, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. And rounding out the posse. Yeah, our very own Yosemite Sam. That's your cue. I think. Did we lose Tony? I think we lost Tony. Hey, oh my. sorry. What? <laughs> did you okay. hear your amazing intro? Oh, thanks. Yeah, you still haven't said your name. Tony, aka MCP. <laughs> State your name for the court, please. Uh, plead the fifth. <laughs> Our sounders are playing the fifth. They, they don't want to say nothing. Yeah, they're on they're on vacation. Yeah, what's going on, MCP? We're still having technical difficulties. Yeah, I blame Skype because I just don't want to take the to blame for it. That's right. We're not, and we're nobody's blaming you. Well, maybe Harley. He was talking some shit. But. Yeah. <laughs> what were you saying, Harley? Ain't nobody should be talking. Ain't nobody talking when I'm talking, fellas. So shut the fuck up. Hey, Harley's got a sounder. Let's see. I do, I do. Here, let me... Uh, Come let on, me. what do you got? I don't know if it's loud enough. So you should just play that every time we interrupt you, just play it, boom. Like, yeah, I like okay. it. I like, I like, how, I like your... Uh, yeah, absolutely. Just that bass line, not the whole thing, just... We'll, we'll know, that's your cue. Boom, you know? boom. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I was talking, motherfucker. Boom, boom. I'm like, all right, all right. Boom. Yeah, <laughs> right up there with uh, one eight seven. That's right. That's a fat ass baseline. That baseline is just when it drops, you're just like, ugh. Your head. And what's that? What's that sound like? What, what are you talking about? One eight seven. Oh, hold on. Well, what are you, you referring to, sir? Well, yeah. Tonight we're going to be talking about two two movies, and that's it. Because there's no extras. There's nothing. That's about it. So probably maybe a little short episode, unless our weekends go long. So we'll we'll find out. Um, but still, you know, bringing the amazing content as we always do every week, like 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 little gems like this. Hit them, Harley. Hold on. Oh. Waking up my kids. I thought you were, were going to bust some rhymes right there. It's the night. I get in some shit. There you go. We are about to get in some shit, huh? Yeah. Uh-oh. Here comes the wife. Oh, shit. Let's see. <laughs> Let's get 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 You're cut off. I'm cut off. 
Hey, huh? talk to you. Play the sounder. Go. Oh, <laughs> Ain't nobody shit. talking when I'm talking, ladies. Baby, there are children sleeping upstairs. Oh, they're passed out. You're rocking the house. Yeah. Right? But, yeah you you get I got to get ready to teach. Hey, hey, turn Dude, the music up. Thursday. Dude, turn I work up, tune her down. Go. I work all day tomorrow, too. And you aren't teaching Thursday night, are you? No, I'm babysitting little rat bastards all day. Yeah, and that doesn't require a master's degree. <laughs> oh, snap. Ooh. Turn that light off, Lo. Oh, now you're, now you're apologetic? I thought you were about to get in some gangster shit tonight. <laughs> <laughs> tonight. You should have just told her, told her that. we A incognito tip. She's like, not tonight, honey. You, you're keeping it down. Like, oh, sorry, honey. You know who he reminds me of, Tony? Frozone. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, but, but where's my super suit? <laughs> I'm the only greatest. Tony, you, oh, okay, who can play that for me? Are we just playing YouTube clips now? How, how'd you do that? You, you got it on your library there, Harley? Oh, me? Yeah. I oh, know, I just YouTube, I just Googled it real quick. He just plays things through his speaker, so it comes yeah, through exactly. the mic. Gotcha, gotcha. I don't all right. So you are you, are you good? You in trouble? No, it's all good. I'm married. What's she gonna do? Divorce my ass? Oh, hi, babe. Hi. I love oh. you. What time are you going to bed? Everything. I got my wedding ring right here. See, it was in my pocket the whole time. Why don't you have a coconut smile? I just gotta put my hand in my pocket and see, it's right there. <laughs> Yeah, like a circus over there. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of bad boys. Oh, hey, that's a fucking excellent segue, my friend. Thank Nicely you. done. Handle it, bro. <laughs> oh, you want me to? Okay, so you found the article, so I didn't want to steal your thunder because you're the one who found the article. But uh, shit's about to get real, as uh, the article uh, pointed out. And that is that the, uh, the third... And probably final Bad Boys movie <laughs> is uh, is in fact going to happen, and uh, Joe Carnahan is going to direct it. And um, we didn't talk about it too much, but um, Joe Carnahan brought the A Team to the big screen, which I I love. I I have seen it a couple times, and I enjoyed it. And he managed to make a balls to the wall action flick. Why you Did you like yell that? any louder? You should take oh, yourself off. Oh, boy. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Just, oh, you're about to get into some. Just about to end some. Yeah. So uh, um, maybe I do talk louder when, when I got my headphones on, though. That's interesting. So anyways, um, he managed to bring this really fun action film, um, but also have this charisma and this camaraderie between the characters that actually works, and the bantering, which is the strength of, of the Bad Boys franchise. So, um, well, yeah, yeah, you'll have, I, yeah, yeah, you'll have Martin, you know, at living, you know, Will at living, they'll you know feed off each other. We won't have the corny ass jokes like the Michael Bay likes to throw in, you know, all the Transformer yeah. movies and Bad Boys, you know, like yeah, yeah. you know, we're all, you know, come on, we're huge fans of Bad Boys, Bad Boys movies, you know, but there's still some things that irk me, and you know, and they you the see second them, one. 
the second yeah. one is starts. It's a little, to, yeah, it gets a little, you know. A lot of the they, homophobic they, they like us. Yeah, yeah. Fucking rats are fucking. It's like what, what the hell? Yeah. Hey, everyone's too scared to tell Michael Bay. Hey, this ain't gonna work. You're fired. You know, he just fucking kills him or whatever. Like, I, guess, I don't know. <laughs> like everyone that said no to him, those were the dead bodies that were thrown on the freeway in that scene. That's yeah. who those people were. They weren't. They weren't dummies. Those were real people that worked in the crew and who were killed off by the, the yeah. Gonna, you know what's crazy? You ready to hit the play button, Harley? If I'm looking oh. at Twitter right now. Am I, I? You know how many followers I have right now? One eight seven. I can oh, feel I can, it. I can feel it. Yeah, I can't. I can't play any of these because. So this is what Joe Carnahan said from that article I was talking about. It's the strongest script of any of those movies, hands down, in a, in a walkover. Unless you're Toy Story three. Usually, third ones aren't uh, the strongest, and I think this won't be the strongest of the, thr- of the trilogy thus far. So, I mean, I love the gray as well that Joe Carnahan directed. Yeah, we talked about. It. I think we. I may have gotten a Slater. I think it was. Yeah, seriously. Really enjoyed it. Stretch we watched just recently. I think that was like the yes. last. Uh-huh. Of, obviously, a smaller sort of independent film. Yeah, I hope he hope he plays the bad guy in the fucking new bad boys. That'd be right. He, he that'd work. My only my only problem is it's not due till 2018. We'll wait. We'll, we'll still yeah. be recording. Yeah, <laughs> so we'll be on episode. Hey, if the title is the, in, a, in the third installment of the series is actually titled "Bad Boys for Life," how could we not fucking keep recording? Exactly. We, you know? I know. Even if we do stop, we'll make an ex, ex, extra special bonus episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like t-shirts, posters, coffee mugs, keychains, every motherfucking thing that says "Bad Boys for Life." I'm buying that shit. Tell you right now. We might have to set up a Patreon page or something just to for all that shit. Keep the site up for my man Tony. <laughs> Maybe get some sounders working. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> oh man! So I put out the the, the bat signal up on Twitter. If anyone got questions or comments, if anyone's awake at 10:42 p.m., uh, I'll keep monitoring it. So. Oh, okay. Right on. Um, but yes, yeah, Joe Carnahan. I'm excited. Bad Boys Three. Like it'd be the first one that uh, Michael Bay's not directing. Um, yeah. But I think they got they got an excellent choice, uh, an excellent director. To um, he can do action, he can do comedy, and uh, like you said, um, uh, the banter between characters. I, I think uh, we're, I mean, just the banter they, in, in serious drama of, uh, of the gray, right? And, yeah. and then um, and the mixture of comedy in eight in eighteen. You know, I don't know why I get so pan. I mean, I fucking love that movie. It's so much fun. Did they get critically was- docked? I don't think it did. I don't think it did well. IMDb six point eight on IMDb. It's not terrible. Mm, you know, should be better. What's uh box or uh rotten? I fucking love that it's his bad voice for life. Yeah. You know when you get mentioned in, in movies like uh, Hot Fuzz, you know if you name a podcast after it, I mean, it's like come on. Yeah. Just love to see Martin Lawrence again. You know what I mean? He's a funny ass dude. He needs oh, to be he is crazy. not. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if he's. Uh, you know, forty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Forty-seven? See? Yeah, that's not great. Come on, if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's Maybe a guilty like pleasure. Eight, I don't know what eighteen is. You know, Maybe that's what they're thinking. Anyway, or what are you gonna do? Hmm? Yeah, well, what are you gonna do? Hey, Suicide Squad, twenty-six percent. Hey. And it's still number one in the theater. How about that? No shit. Did you see that? I thought you were going to say something. I I can talk. I can mention the box office mojo. For it. Uh, Ben Hur, the hundred million dollar 
Epic Tentpole Remake, made 11.2, debuted at number six. I took care of catering, right? Jesus Christ, man. (laughs) It it, It is going to be like one of the biggest flops of the year. Yeah, it, that's terrible. Uh, Exodus, Pete, Exodus did twenty six million in four days. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Pete's Dragon number five, Kubo and the Two Strings number four, Dang. War Dogs number three, fourteen million. Sausage Party holdover for number two, Suicide Squad number one. So Suicide Squad's still making money. Twenty point uh-huh. eight. Total domestic two sixty two. So it you know it's it's made its money back domestically at least. Would you, you say know, it's a it's a, it's a success now? I don't know. Um, I I remember reading something that said it needed to make seven hundred fifty million dollars to break even after mm-hmm. the cost of all the promotional and stuff. And worldwide they're at five seventy seven. So they're mm-hmm. not going to make another two hundred fifty million dollars on top of that. So. I think the biggest problem with 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 Suicide Squad is it didn't do well critically, universally, and so because this one and Batman versus Superman is really trying to be the bedrock for this DC universe, it they they're they're really trying to dig themselves out of a hole. You know what I mean? I mean mm-hmm. the first the first movie that was tying all the the um the marvel together was the first avengers and that was like universally loved universally critically acclaimed it made a ton of money and so everybody rushed out to see the second one even though the second one was garbage and you know all the yeah everybody knows age of ultron was garbage whoa Um, whoa you even you said you was boring and forgetful. Tony, pull up his pull up the drive. Uh, oh, too bad. oh, he can't. It's just not working. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> so sorry um, that. Yeah, so it's yeah, that's it's, I think the biggest problem. Even if they broke even on it and they didn't lose money, I think they're still shitting themselves because nobody's people are gonna stop I mean are, are people really gonna go see Wonder Woman? Fuck yeah, they are. They're still hoping that they're still hoping that uh, there's a WB movie that does well. You know, there's yeah. one movie that does well. I mean, they got all the other ones lined up. I mean, they're still going to make. I it know, up. but it's like you're you're starting to run out of like. If Batman versus Superman does shitty, is Wonder Woman going to save the franchise? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. You, are you hoping it fails? Are you one of those? No, I don't. I don't. Marvel I don't fan. No, no, I'm no fucking Marvel hero, super fan. All the all those movies are. You just say you're not a Marvel hero. I'm no Marvel super fan. Uh, um, I like the other you said better. I like the, I'm no Marvel super Marvel fan. hero. God dang it! A regular ass man. I'm a regular ass fucking podcaster. No, for all I'm concerned, all the Marvel movies are all you know repetitive and cut and paste. I mean, all you know, I haven't seen the latest, the third Captain America, but you know, they're all sort of interchangeable. Yeah, we'll, 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 uh, we'll wait till you watch that one. Yeah, yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, so, so. yeah, so yeah, Squad, man, still hanging in there. So far, yeah. um, in August, the top August openers were Guardians of the Galaxy made two twenty five in eighteen days. 
Uh, Suicide Squad has made two sixty four. Mm. So yeah, but Guardians of the Galaxy, another thing, hugely popular with the critics and and everybody. I mean, it was universal. Everybody just loved it. Yeah. I I didn't love it, but I, I see why so many people liked it, and so mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't have the same problems with it that I did Batman vs. Superman. I'm still trying to convince them all to watch it and finish it. Guardians of the Galaxy? Hey, went in in the theater 40 minutes later and walked out. Why? I don't know. I told him, man, you must have been in the wrong mindset or something. You had to take a, you had to take a dump or something, man. You, you just take a dump. 40 minutes into your, like, how were you not in from that opening scene with Star-Lord, man? That shit's awesome. It succeeded in doing what it was set out to do, what it wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. and so you get brownie points. Batman vs. Superman failed at what it was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? So, Tony, I did you did you have something? Did you, or did I you just in? go? I chime in? Yeah, I agreed. Uh, he, his, his agree was mm. mm-hmm. 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 I don't know which one of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I disagree with your mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Very condescending there, Tony. Yeah. That's very passive aggressive. I see. That's I don't very passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See? I don't like that. See? That's even more passive aggressive. No, sir. I don't like it. Why don't you keep your mm-hmm to yourself, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any... You don't have any positive mm-hms to say. <laughs> don't say any mm-hms at all. My mom said if you gave mm-hmm nothing nice, you know. <laughs> oh man, oh boy. All right, let's get to the, let's get to the top. Let's get to the, the homework. All right, let's go. All let's right, get, let's get cracking. It was my week. I chose a little movie that I kept hearing a, little, a lot of good things about, and uh, I think we've seen as other movies that uh, my man John Carney, not the kicker from the Chargers, the little kicker. <laughs> Well, I know that reference. Uh, he made a movie called Once, and then that movie Begin Again with Mark Ruffalo and Kieran Knightley, which I think we all yeah. enjoyed, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Liked, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, so I was looking forward to seeing this next one. He likes to dabble in music and, and uh, movies together, which, like I said, I is a real feel-good feel good movie, Begin Again. And then uh, so Sing Street um, is doing the same thing, you know, mixing the music. and uh, But to come in of age, so... Right. Love story of the 80s? Love story. Yeah, so it's it's getting all my sensibilities. 80s, music, uh, coming of age, you got music. And so it's like it should be a no-brainer. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy it. And guess what? I thoroughly enjoyed it. I had so much fun with this. I just was watching an interview with the main kid and uh, the, the his lead guitarist. They're actually musicians first and then actors, which I thought oh, was interesting. You know, that makes a lot of sense. Perfect. So, yeah, they guess they went to an open casting and they got casted because the, the, the lead kid, the lead guitarist, I mean, this motherfucker plays guitar like, I mean, he, he was like a musical prodigy in the movie, which was funny. Um, so when he's playing guitar, I'm like, this motherfucker is just too cool. Like, they're all too cool for school. You know? Yeah. Yep. Well, they're all, but they're all nerds kind of thing at the same time, right. which is interesting. Um, yeah. No, man, little things that were just cracking me up, like when they're, they're making the videos and I love like as a kid, I felt the same way when you listen to all different types of music. Um, you just adapt everything from it, you know? Like, I'm in my hip-hop stage now. Now I'm in my 80s English music rock stage. Now I'm <laughs> in my metal stage. You know, I'm like, that works so perfect. They heard all the notes. They're dressed in, like, hollow notes. They're listening to Spandau Ballet. They're, they're dressed in, like, Spandau Ballet. we got to yeah. make a song. 
we're listening to Cure. We're gonna make a Cure song. I love that. I thought that that was so cool. Um, one of my fucking favorite parts that just made me laugh out loud was towards the end of the first video <laughs> when they showed the kid they zoom in and he was wearing his fags. I'm like, yes, the kid's fags made it in the video. Yes, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. Should uh, like you even dressed up as a cowboy? Just like how much fun would that be to kill your friends and just make video, making music? I just. It was so, I don't know, I just had a blast. It was so much fun. What, how, what'd you guys think? Well, Tony, I'm still on the, got... uh, I'm still on the get down high. So watching this, I was <laughs> like, yeah, this is more music shit. Bring it on. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I was on it. And you mentioned that they did the, um, begin again. Yeah. The, the I'm like, the, oh, that, no wonder. Cause I had that feel to it that, Remember when they would go out and perform? You know, they wanted to record like outside and they'd yeah. they yes, set up, exactly. They, set up and like, they had that same feel to it, and I, I mean, I didn't identify it in, while watching this movie, but what, as soon as you said it, I was like, ah, yeah. yes, totally. There's so much, totally yeah. The two sense. movies are like, there's so. That, there's that scene in the subway where they're all playing the music and they're dancing to all the people. Remember uh-huh. that 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 um that idea I had, Tony, when I was talking on the, on the way back, we're driving back. I was like, or on the way to the to the show last night. I was saying, you know, I wanted to see a video where, like, um, just spread positivity, right? Where, like, who doesn't like music? Who doesn't like dancing, right? Right. So just anything, anything, turn anything around with just by playing some music and have everyone dance. And it kind of did that with that whole 50s vibe where his brother showed up who looks like a, 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 a Irish, Ireland's Seth Rogen. Which yes, I can't get yeah. Except for, ironically, the, the actor Jack Rayner from yeah. Colorado. <laughs> Which he was great though. He, I yeah, loved him. I uh, I was like, man, I would always, I always wanted a big brother like that. Just pass me yeah. some music. Just pass me his knowledge. Oh, I, I fucking, I was like, I was living vicariously to the kid. Like, I wanted that. I want, I wanted that. You know. Yeah. Um. So um. And then when he cut his hair, he was like Chris Pratt. All of a sudden, <laughs> like this guy's turning everything. When he had the James Dean outfit, and he's fighting that guy. But see, they squashed their beef and started dancing. Right. I'm like, yes. I just had that idea that I've seen in the screen. I love that. Um. I was like. This the whole the, the the music the 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 like I said the I just I don't know I had a I had such a good time with it I was laughing I was I was I was like jam with the music I, I was all into it. and then fucking Littlefinger shows up this is that <laughs> that was kind of funny and then even towards the end I got so hyped when uh with the spoiler alert, with the bully you know no, that was great. oh well, that was that, really cool. so interestingly enough I I don't want to spoil it because. If you even say, like, if these kind of movies, like, if you say it has a happy ending or an unhappy ending, it spoils it. Because the movie's such a positive note. You know, it's like, around the corner, it just keeps, like, his... It it starts off rough, obviously. His parents are divorcing, kind of thing. They're, you know, they're they're fighting, and... Um, oh, yeah, I was going to say, read the synopsis there real quick. Yeah, a, so it says a boy who's, like... 14, 15, 15-ish, growing up in Dublin during the 1980s, I think it's like 1985, escapes his strained family life by starting a band to impress the mysterious girl he likes. So, um, wait, hold on real quick. Let me ask you this. Did you say 85 because of Back to the Future? No, I think the, mo- okay. I think the movie said like Dublin, 1985. Okay. Yeah. Because like funny, yeah, you read over 1980s. It's just a 1980s. It would have covered that whole spectrum. You're like no, very I, specific. I, you said 85. Well, I think the movie said 1985. But I, I was wondering I when Back to the Future came out because he had said he's seen it. He was asking the crowd, "You guys seen Back to the Future?" 
Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. When did Back to the Future? The weird come dancers. Out? What's it? But um, yeah. In '85, Back to the Future. Yeah. So, because um, they go back in the 1958, right? Isn't that one the? Uh huh. Okay. So, so anyway, so the kid is—he's um, got an old, a younger sister, and an older brother. He's the middle child. And, um, you know, he's like a, you know, sort of a good kid, you know, and his parents say, we need to save some money. So we're going to pull you from your normal school, which I get the feeling was like a somewhat private school. And you're going to Catholic school and Catholic school. I had no idea, but it was fucking it was like class of 1999. If you guys remember that (laughs) motherfucking movie. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Um, and I mean there's like uh, well there's neo-Nazis walking around people fighting (laughs) smoking cigarettes in the classroom I mean it's like all hell breaking loose right a little exaggeration but okay no I don't there was kids smoking in classrooms and there was a fight going on and there was uh, a Mm neo-Nazi walking around so no I don't think that was an exaggeration it was pretty like your voice So, uh, so anyway, so he's, right, just give you that. To, he's just trying to make his way, right? Yeah. And he's standing in the schoolyard, and he's talking to this nerdy little kid, and mm-hmm. he looks across, and across the street is a girl, and she's covered in weaver. Yeah, yeah. And he just immediately like falls for her kind mm-hmm. of thing. So he walks across the street, and he's like, "Hey, what's going on?" Very cool. And she's like, oh, I'm just hanging out. I'm a model. And he's like, cool, I'm in a band. Do you want to be <laughs> you, you want to be in my music video? And she's like, I don't know, maybe. And he's Wait. like, he's like, all right, cool. Well, give me your phone number. I'll give you a call. And she does. She's like, can you sing? Sing, sing for me. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah he sings something. Looks like a take on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... <laughs> um, so he hits up his buddies like, we need to start a band. I mean, yeah, immediately. <laughs> but, of course, they stumble onto a buddy who, who A, is a one-man band who can play, like, six different instruments. They run, and, into, they run into Prince, essentially. Yeah, basically. And he's, like, a nerdy British version of White Prince. And, <laughs> um, and so they automatically start writing, like, awesome 80s pop. Amazing tunes. Yeah, just fun to listen to pop tunes. And so he gets the girl the tape, and of course she falls in love with it. And so they start this kind of budding romance. She's, I think, a year older than him. And so the movie really kind of revolves around him and his band and trying to do this sort of typical kind of high school-y band stuff. And at the same time, trying to start this kind of relationship with the girl. And ironically, the girl, the actress, is from New York, so she's not UK either. So I thought that was interesting. So, um, and like you said, Fonzo, it works. Like, it's a feel-good movie. It's heavy on the music. Like, it's you see it with your kids or no? And I'm glad I didn't because these because at the end, it's like follow your passions, kids, and everything will be all right. Don't go to school. Wait, just the movie. Uh, well, no, but, you know. Tony, you know. yes, no? What? Spoil it? We need, we need a ruling on if I spoil the movie yeah. or not. Uh, no. No, he just the said movie follow kind your of, passion. 
Yeah, yeah. So I mean a lot of things, so. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like a vocation? Yeah. <laughs> like the brother's a vocation. <laughs> yeah, and, and like you said, I love the brother. The brother's mm-hmm. like, you know, sit down, I'm going to educate you, which mm-hmm. is awesome, you know, if I had, you know. Um, and I had a little bit of that when I'd go visit my brother. When I'd go up to L.A. to visit my dad, we'd hang out with my brother. Nice. And my brother was a uh, a DJ on the weekends kind of thing, and he turned me on like Fatboy Slim and some other oh, like there we go. yeah. So I had a little bit of that myself, and it absolutely right. it's like it's the real deal kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. um, and so yeah, the movie works. It is. I kept I kept mean Chris because we're so used to these movies where something tragic happens, and this is where I'm thinking like it's kind of spoiler alert because. I keep waiting for something tragic to happen (laughs) and it just never does. It just keeps like upping. I mean, he has that dream. He had, yeah, he has that dream when he's performing of the, you know, the, uh, you know, high school prom. Yeah. And I'm like, this is such a fun scene. And I was like, just wait, something I mean, at first I thought like it was going to end up like American History X, where the where the neo Nazi oh, was going to like stab him to death or something. Oh my, my gosh. gosh! Yeah, I didn't know. I just I was like, this God, is man, like, what, what was you what was your head at, man? No, no man, I, just, I was there too because oh. yeah. we've kind of been. It's just that's what movies have been doing to us lately. You know, they've been just yeah. trying to set us up just to bring you guys down. Got green room in the head or something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it was refreshing to just. Not. I ain't gonna lie. I thought I was thinking negative too. <laughs> I was like, "Come on, man. Let's 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 make it. Let's be happy. Come on." <laughs> well, and yeah, I'm glad that they didn't. It, uh, you know. But yeah, we've seen so many of these movies that are trying to at least throw something heavy at you before they give you another good thing. Give me something, Joe. Something, yeah. Joe. And this one, you know, it's it's like the brother at the end. He's like, "Yeah," you know, because and he was so. Yeah. Oh, that hyped me up too, man. Yeah, when he was so yeah. stupid. Yeah. Because he could have been like jealous or bitter, but no, he was totally like, I wish I would have done. You know, and then he was just yeah. like, totally stoked for him. And I was just like, yes, this is ending happy. I love it. It's going to make me and, happy. And, and they don't and they don't spend more time than they need to on the parents, mm-hmm. you know. Um, they don't spend yeah. more time on the brother than they need to. They don't spend any more time on the relationship than they need to. And so, you know, everything works. It's an hour and 45 minutes, so it's not overly long. But they spend, you know, 90% of the movie is like music, like literally performances, like a musical. And it works because the songs are fun, you know. Um, Or him sort of dealing with teenage angst and a girl. You know what I mean? And then learning about her and, you know, they all, you know, sort of have their history and, you know, you learn a little bit of hers. And there's one scene where me and Chris, it was subtle. And and both of us were like, oh, when she's talking about her dad. Did you guys pick up on that? Which one? She's telling the story of her dad. And she says... Tony, you might edit this out. She goes, he had a weird way of love. He said he loved me too much. And then she, what does she quote? She says something like, it's it's a weird way of loving your kid. So it implied that that he was a 
it was just with right. the molester. And me and Chris are like, as soon as as soon as she said it, me and Chris go, ugh. And I was like, you know what? If a kid saw this movie, they wouldn't have picked up on that. It was so subtle. It was so like if you just didn't pay attention for a millisecond, you it would have yeah. just glossed over it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it was it was very clearly written to be that you know her father was a fucking molester, and that's why she, one of the reasons why she wasn't a sad that he was, you know, mm-hmm. and so. Um, I've already said too much, so Tony edit that shit out. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I liked it. I had a lot of fun with it. I, it's it's very universally friendly, you know. It's like it's PG thirteen, you know. There's a, a little makeout session, and and there's you know there's the she's like you spoiled it or you've ruined it, you know. It's it's so a lot of the the teenage um, you know, relationship drama felt very authentic and felt very sincere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We've all had that moment where we were making out, but we had to finish that bite of food or something like that. You know, just little stuff like that. And so, um, so it's a feel good movie for sure. And um, yeah, I'm glad that the director didn't say, you know what, we got to kill somebody. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> it, it, it doesn't have to be that movie, you know yeah. what I mean. So uh-huh. if you if you want a feel good movie that you get to listen to some like poppy eighties music that's original, it's not. I mean, obviously there's some, you know, some some soundtrack to it. Um, you know, like you said, like the Pesh Mode and the Cure and shit like that. And, yeah, um, which is cool, especially if you like. Chris is a huge fan because she grew up. She's five years older than me, mm-hmm. so she was ten, fifteen years old during the mid to late 80s so she it was right in her wheelhouse of that kind of music and she was a little emo kid too when she was that age so she loved all that fucking eyeshadow and oh yeah she ate that shit she was the brother who just was like this is changing the world this Mm -hmm. bad 80s music videos kind of thing you know what i mean so when um when they started playing man eater did she get up start dancing no i did Oh, <laughs> nice! <laughs> no, I love, I love Man Eater. Yeah, that's, that's a joint right there. Yeah, yeah for sure. Is, yeah. What about you, MCP? What'd you see? Did you see it with your, uh, are you babysitting? Uh, no, actually, it was just me, Lane. Um, are you babysitting your girlfriend? No, we're uh, she. We have her brother over, over the. Oh, weekend. oh uh, yeah, he's, he's actually, at the right age then. He's at that, uh, right? He would have been if he were home, uh, but he was oh. at a band thing. <laughs> Oh, see, he's in a band. Yeah, seriously, I know it would have been it would have been good, oh, but go. yeah. He so let me ask you: think he you didn't you think he'd enjoy it? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, he definitely would enjoy it. Um, one of the things I really liked about the movie, because um, you guys, I mean, you guys covered all of it. Um, I'm but sorry, I shouldn't stop Harley, but he wouldn't stop talking. <laughs> yeah, you know. Man. Um, but the one thing. Um, hey, nobody talking when I'm talking. About <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he cut you off. Oh. Um, I even said it while watching the movie, like half, like halfway through watching the movie, I was like, I'm digging this movie because the message it's giving is just do it. Just get it done. Like, like, I mean, he, he saw the girl and he just walked up to her. He talked to her and then he's like, he, he, he's like, Oh yeah, I got a band. And then what did he do? He made a band. He like, he, he just did it. It's like, he just gets shit done. And like Nike, just do it. Exactly, mm-hmm. and I, I thought that was really, really cool. The movie it was just, just it, there's no kind of like no hesitation, just like 
just just go for it. Um, yeah, no awkwardness. Like, oh, like, I don't know how to talk to her. What should I do? Let's get the right. van first. And even if, there, the even if there is awkwardness, yeah. they don't give up. You know, it's like just just push through whatever awkwardness you may have and just get it done. You just go for yeah. it. And that was that felt. It's it's another layer to that feel good part of the movie. And one genuine, really, just it's just a little scene. It's just a little. I don't know if it was just like um, it was ad libbed or it just happened, but it was just a just a little cool scene. And to me, it was just like every, I don't know. It was so cool where um, um, they kiss and he kind of leans back and just she's taking it in and she's kind of like wooed, you know. And he's just kind of like, like, yeah, I did that. And she's just kind of like, wow, that was pretty smooth of him, you know. Because she's kind of like always since she's like a year older, you know. Yeah. She's, mm-hmm. she's like the the other statesman or whatnot. But um, so she he's trying to kiss her again, but she's eating a cracker and he's like, oh, hold on. And she finishes, and I've been in that situation, and it's funny. And you know, in the movie, you wouldn't really see that. I thought that was cool. Like, I don't know if it was just if it was, if it <laughs> no, was intentional, good, what, yeah. but it was it worked for me. I don't know. I thought it was cool. And he goes, it's and funny like, because um, yeah, okay, then I can go. <laughs> when Lane and I saw that, we were like, she was like, "Yeah, you would just eat it out of my mouth." <laughs> I'm like that's so fucking true. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. Oh, you want you you weren't done with that gun? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, hey, you're not quick enough. I don't think you're done with it. So here, I'm gonna take it. It's so funny every time I just licked that his tongue came out and just grabbed it and put it back <laughs> in his mouth. Every time me and Chris watch a movie where a character like takes somebody else's food or drink or something, I'm like, oh, hey, there's Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't that you though at a restaurant taking people? Oh, food? oh, I'll do that shit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, but no, he me, waits me. for people to not be there. He's like, after they leave and pay their check, you know, he's like, All right, yeah. I'm gonna go steal their food now. I don't want somebody to like get pissed off at me because I just stole their. Like, yo, my man, I was just in the bathroom. What the fuck are you doing in my? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to have to pay for somebody's uh, meal because I decided to yeah. eat their. And whatever you do, do not do that, Nike. That's just that's no. It's there's a oh. sign. Don't eat other people's food at IKEA. Because it's a real yeah, thing. Yeah. It's a restaurant. Because it's, because it's fake food. That's why you don't do it in IKEA. It's all plastic. No, 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 no. It's not one of those fake fruit bowls that you put on your table. No, this shit's real food. And it's delicious. They don't. They don't offer real food at IKEA. Oh, no way. No way. You fucking. We did the research. We did the research. Uh-huh. Search is IKEA wrong. IKEA is called a furniture store. Food ain't furniture. Last I checked, food ain't furniture. Ikea means restaurant. Ikea means restaurant in Swedish. Check the Google, <laughs> my friend. Yeah, yeah, check the Google. I'm curious. That's funny. Let's it doesn't say furniture. It doesn't say furniture and food. I guess they can. That is weird. Okay. So it's say furniture and Ikea food. Ikea stands for Ingvar Kamprad Entarald Agnerd. Swedish home furnishings retailer. I think it's a sweet Swedish home cooking. <laughs> Swedish Swedish meatballs, motherfucker. Yeah. They do serve Swedish meatballs though. They're delicious. A little touch of raspberry sauce. Woo. I'm telling you, I'm missing out. So Sing Street, I gotta give it a slater. I could easily watch this again. It's gonna, make, it's gonna be in my top ten wow. for sure. Yep. I'm I'm putting it up there. I could see that. I could see it because it has a um, Yeah, that sounder? Nope, no sounder. No, no sounder. Uh, hey, give me a best fish and slater, Harley. Uh, now that's a fucking movie. All right, Tony, your turn. Um, no, I, I can't give this later because of, uh, until my second run through. But it oh, feels it. has a Nick and Nora play a mm. replayability mm. to it that I feel like I can just I, I can definitely watch it again. So right now yeah. it's a really high buy that for a dollar. I I think y'all need to put your man pants on and give it a fucking dollar. Nothing more. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Take it easy, cowboy. Just relax. 
What? Right? Were your what? Your pants were down or something? You're dancing. Yeah, what the, the, what the Hey, what are you doing, fucking man eater? <laughs> Put your. What are you doing? Put your. Are you giving a dollar? Yeah, absolutely. It's a good. It's a high dollar, but it's it's just a carefree, happy team. Yeah. And what's you were just saying exactly Ain't nothing you wrong would just with say that. you're happy but that doesn't that. that doesn't deserve a slater that's all I'm saying. neither do you so it's all right <laughs> how about that <laughs> bitch <Huh>? bitch <laughs> i just uh, had a bag of swedish meatball they throw me your face throw me your face all right so and i'm cp yeah you sir you sir took us to gotham city uh yeah yeah we went back there i i, I think i um I was choking on something or something at some point, what and I fuck? laughed at the same time, and I sounded like the penguins laugh from uh, from like Adam West era. Oh, like, quack, 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 quack. yeah, like something like that, and it just it stuck in my head, and I was like, I gotta, I gotta watch, I gotta watch Batman Returns because I remember mm-hmm. Danny DeVito as one of my favorite roles. That he's, you're choking he's ever on had. some food, and you're like, and then, and and, then, and he had epiphany like, oh. Watch Batman Returns. Yeah, it was it was like the combination of me choking and the yeah. sound I was making reminded me of Danny DeVito's Penguin when he's just eating that fish, and like oh, just like he's just like chowing so down good. on it. Oh, like yeah, so it like, could be we, worse. <laughs> I could have blood gushing from my nose. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Nicely done. Fucking great is that? Oswald Cobblepots. He's just spitting black ink everywhere. It's red. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, when a corrupt businessman and a grotesque penguin plot to take control of Gotham City, only Batman can stop them while the Catwoman has her own agenda. Yeah, back from 1992, Batman Returns. Um, you know what I really enjoyed? Is, and and it, like, the Tim Burton intro feel to the movie. It was just so and cool. The score? Yeah, like the score and then just the way he just showed the 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 horror that is the penguin um you know like how he was born and and no one was saying anything but you could hear the his mom screaming in the background and the doctors coming out going like freaked out you know he was dead huh he was his dad paul rubens you guys noticed that yeah i thought oh he was was dead yeah i wasn't 100 percent sure but i was like is that paul rubens and i was like wait this is tim burton i bet you it was yeah no i did i did catch that um But that was a cool. It was a really cool intro, um, and and it just made me feel. I think we talked about it. Talked some. I think on Suicide Squad how we would talk about it, like they just they weren't showing us enough. And like this is the perfect way to show this mm-hmm. monster, you know, mm-hmm. just yeah. how, he, how he you know the cat that he dragged into his little cage yeah. near, next to the Christmas tree. It's like holy mm-hmm. shit, yeah. Okay, <laughs> the kids. We watched it all four of us as a family. And oh, nice that. And like you've said, that scene. Both the girls were like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, and then of course once they threw threw the baby carriage over, Matthew's like, "Oh, they threw them in the water!" And I'm like, "Yeah, well, this is a penguin, <laughs> you know what I mean?" But yeah, absolutely, especially for kids, you know. So you, you totally told your kids it was okay because he looked like a penguin. It was okay to throw your baby over the water. No, 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 no. I would teach my kids that if they give birth in the water, so if they give birth to a penguin, go ahead, throw them in the water. Why wow, you wouldn't love it like it was your own? No, I know where we don't wear it. It's better. It's better off with penguins. Oh, I mean, what, uh, uh, you mean a life of crime <laughs> with the circus is there, is there anybody more fit to play the penguin than or Dan unfit, DeVito? so to speak? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean he he was so yeah, I was, he was I was born to play the penguin. I mean it is. 
It, it is the perfect. A, I don't know. I think he was born to play the Arnold's brother in, in twenty. Yeah. Well, no shit. Yeah. I mean, it's basically the same thing. I mean, it's like especially when all his henchmen they cast nothing but a bunch of really tall people to be his henchmen. Mm-hmm. So like that one scene when they're under the underground, you know, thing. No, but he's great though. But yeah, he, he. But when he's on screen, he like leads. He takes charge, and you hear. Oh, him. absolutely. He's got the coolest umbrellas ever. I remember. I remember. I still like old McDonald's Happy Meal toy, where you would drive his car as a like penguin mobile, like the big duck. And the yeah. and the front was like an umbrella, with a spiral, and it would spin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, because I mean, think about it. This was like the first movie was a major hit, right? So this had a lot of potential to like you know to make even more money to like mm-hmm. get you got everyone returning back, right? Michael Keaton uh, as 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 Bruce Wayne, Batman. You got Tim Burton behind. Um, and I don't know, if, did he want to do it or did they complain no. money to do it? Or so like if, yeah, if you look it up the Wikipedia, he didn't want to do it, and um, they let him. Basically, kind of gave him final direct, final edit. They uh, they let him hire a new. They let him rewrite the script. They didn't let um, him back up. They didn't, so they didn't back up a truck full of money. We're like, here. I don't sure know. Do I don't think that was what. Um, I'll read the Wikipedia to you because it was interesting enough. I think he was like, "Hey, I gotta have Christopher Walken play Max Shrek, or I'm not. I'm not making the movie, right?" After the success of Batman, Warner Brothers was hoping for a sequel to start filming in May 1990 at Pinewood Studios. They spent a quarter of a million storing the sets for the first film. Tim Burton had mixed emotions about directing another film in the franchise after his experience with the previous film. In a quote, I will return if the sequel offers something new and exciting, he said in 1989. Otherwise, it's the most dumbfounded idea. Burton decided to direct Edward Scissorhands for 20th Century Fox. Meanwhile, Sam Hamm from the previous film delivered the first two drafts of the script while Bob Kane was brought back as creative consultant. Hamm's script had Penguin and Catwoman going after hidden treasure. Hmm. Burton was impressed with Daniel Waters' work on Heathers. Burton originally brought... Uh, Waters on a sequel to Beetlejuice. Warner Brothers then granted Burton a large amount of creative control, demoting producers John Peters and Peter Gruber to executive producers. Dissatisfied with the ham script, Burton commissioned a rewrite from Waters. Waters came up with a social satire that had an evil mogul backing a bid for the mayor's office by the Penguin. Waters reported, I want to show that the true villains of our world don't necessarily wear costumes. So... Mm -hmm. They, they yeah, because even the trivia says that says there was talks of having Jack Nicholson return as a Joker, even though he appeared to die at the end of Batman. Spoiler alert! Yeah. All of this was thrown out once Tim Burton agreed to return as the director because he didn't want to make a direct sequel for whatever reason. Though the well, film it, still referenced the previous film's events by mentioning Biffy Bale. And the movie does feel very direct sequel-ish in tone. Yeah, you yeah, still sure. have you still have the same Batmobile. You still have Michael Keaton. You still have the same. Look. Gotham looks different, though. Well, it looks, see, it looks smaller. Oh, interesting. I didn't. It felt the same to me. You have the same Danny Elfman score. It feels ve- the only thing that's that the biggest difference he's, thing he's still is. His neck. Is you bait? Yeah, exactly. Is but, you have basically three villains in this movie, mm-hmm. and in the first one you have one and a half. Yeah. You know, you have Jack Napier, and in the first half. You have uh, uh, what's his name um, uh, played by Vincent uh, or what's his name? I can't. Jack Palance, the Jack Palance character. So 
they they start to do what obviously the Batman franchise does. Right, the sequel. You add more characters. Right? Yeah, you just add more characters. And and I don't think it helps the film by adding Catwoman. What? Are you saying I was just gonna bring her up. Oh, interesting. Go ahead. I was gonna say Michelle Pfeiffer never been sexier in that fucking outfit. Are you kidding me? No, I agree. As a young, as a young man watching this movie, I thought oh. something in my pet man underwear, and I was like, <laughs> "What is going on right now, Michelle Pfeiffer, Catwoman?" Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that. car with an explosion in the background. She's just like, "We've all no before explosion." She just goes, "She jumps." Yeah, yeah. Explodes. Oh, menace. <laughs> yeah, it, I I think you know in the past and in the future we see sort of. Batman's love or Bruce Wayne's love interests. You know what I mean? And Catwoman sort of has to bridge both. And so I like what they did towards the end when they find out, when they realize it. Like, I thought that was really smart writing. You know, I mean, Mm kind of cliche nowadays, but this is 1992. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, somebody knows who's behind the cowl. You know what I mean? That was fucking profound and then when she ends up essentially committing suicide at the end um although spoiler alert she's in the very end which i don't agree with and i don't know why it's very sort of well they show that she has nine lives right awkward yeah and if you do the math she only uses up eight so um but yeah i don't know why they would keep her alive at the end maybe it was the studio's way of you know, keeping her if they wanted to bring her back for the third film or something like that. So, um, but I, I think without going too off topic, cause we are trying to review the movie, this goes to show when you give a good director, the freedom to direct the movie he wants to see, you can have a great sequel. I, I, I have said, I've been saying for 10 years, 20 years, Batman Returns is a brilliant movie. I mean, it's a great movie. It's slightly overshadowed by the first one, but we have that with the alien and aliens. You know what I mean? Um, And because this movie is so similar in tone, I think, is the first one, it's kind of like, well, the first one's just better in some ways. But... We've said we've talked about so many things about this movie that is so good. Danny DeVito is brilliant. The look, that's a lot of the special effects is great. The sets look great. The fucking real penguins with like rockets strapped to their back. The fuck, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like insane. So, um, I mean, Tim Burton knocked it out of the park for sequel sake. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's uh, yeah, it's interesting. Like. If we saw a Tim Burton trilogy and compared and contrasted that to a Nolan trilogy, you yeah. know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. How history. Would, would they have had the Riller in the third one? Or who would they have had? You know, like, who would they have done? Well, I don't, see, any, I don't see any reason why Tim Burton couldn't do the Riddler. Yeah. You know, I mean, his he'd have fucking Paul Rubens play him. I mean, yeah, yeah. no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so. Or Crispin uh, Glover, someone other, someone. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, um, no, I love this movie. I, yeah, I, I even like, love that scene too, where they're playing Susan the Banshee, where uh, Michael Keaton and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer are dancing, and they're under the mistletoe. Yeah, you mentioned that whole thing, you know. Uh, what is it? Uh, a kiss can be de- or a mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it. A kiss can be deadlier. 
I was like, remember seeing that from the trailer? I was thinking, sticking out. I remember seeing that scene where Batman like lifts his arms up, like he's flexing his bicep, and those wings come out, and then he flies out. You know, you'd have new gadgets, and, and even the Batmobile does something new, like it spins around and burns that dude. I was trying to burn him, that devil guy. I remember that guy with the huge giant skull with the bouncing eyes. Remember we saw that same mask in um, only, um, and um, some movie Ryan Gosling directed. Um, Jesus Christ! Oh, the Lost River. Remember, I was tripping out when I saw, hey, that's the fucking mask from Batman Returns. You guys remember that? It was like in that weird party scene. Mm. I don't know, it's just random. But, yeah. Though I always had fun watching this. Um, I remember being grossed out with Penguin a lot. What was that? Someone's food ready? Oh, it's it's mine. Sorry. <laughs> the burrito's ready from the microwave. Um, or your fish. Yeah. I, I Even though as a kid, though, I remember always getting bored of the politics scenes. <laughs> when he's like in... <laughs> when he's like, uh... When he's talking to that dude, I said when he's flirting with that chick, he was a horny little fucker too in that movie. Can't forget, you know? Mm-hmm. He was always trying to jump Michelle Fiverr's bones and that reporter bites that mm-hmm. dude's nose. And I remember that scene too where he's like in that little, like, uh, you drop the quarters, the little automated cars where he's chasing Batman, he's trying to destroy him in that little yes. car. Yeah, All these movies. It's just fun. It's just cool. It's what a comic movie should be. That's what mm-hmm. it feels you know? Come on, too. It was a cool time. I was a huge fan of the first one. I still have an old Trapper Keeper folder from the first one. I have it on VHS, and me and Harley still quoted to this fucking day. It'll easily be one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, I um, want so, the uh, I like want the Oswald have... Cobblepot for Mayor poster. Yeah, and it was that? funny because yeah, well, that? ironically, so I'm I'm uh, I'm watching a movie, and I'm like, I want that poster because it's so bad. It's like the side profile, like the 2D shot, you know, of him uh-huh. looking with the big nose kind of thing. And I'm like, dude, that would I was telling Chris, I was like. That would be the pimpest poster to have in your house. They have one on eBay from I love you, babe. They have one on eBay. It's from the movie. Nine hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> that's that's what you need, right? That's it. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. Go for so, it, man. First paycheck. Yeah, right. Blown on yeah, that. Exactly. Um, uh, for what school pays done. me, it's going to be like my first eighteen paychecks. But uh, yeah, <laughs> so but it'll be all worth it, man. Get that potion in your wall. Yeah, you know, it's just like that. Is a pimp. I mean, it'd be cheaper to print your own. <laughs> so, uh, but I was just like that. It's just the look, just like all those, you know. So um, yeah, for me, it's a slider. I mean, it's, it's uh, yeah. I could easily rewatch this. It's it's um, it does what what. It doesn't do better than the first one. It, it, all the sets, like all the Riddler and like a lot of the action was stepped up. I thought the Riddler. Yeah, I said the Riddler. Yeah. To say Killer Croc. Yeah, no, I meant to say the Penguin. Like you know, like you said, the uh, his big like ATV rubber ducky, like. But, you know, it's like, even that oh big birthday cake and exploding, and the guys are jumping into the Christmas yeah, tree. Yeah, like that's like, his henchman. I mean, obviously, yeah. the henchman of Batman, uh, you know, villains. I mean, it's it's a staple of the Batman mm-hmm. franchise. Yeah, he's got he's got to have a bunch of guys to a bunch of dice to punch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and we get that in the first one, but we get it in spades in the second one. And the, the the makeup and the special effects of the penguin, his teeth and like like you, you know, the story when he's you said he's eating the fish and then he bites the dude's nose. You're like, uh. it's the character is you know you you have more you feel more more badder for. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. Nice, nicely done. You're a fucking teacher, right? Of English. I, 
No, no, no. I'm not a teacher. I'm a babysitter. You have more <laughs> like empathy for the penguin than you do Jack. Like Jack is just a cold blooded, brutal hitman slash mob boss, and the penguin obviously is this sort of you know, you know, abandoned, abandoned. child kind of yeah. thing. He abandoned my child. Um, <laughs> See who needs Saunders, Tony. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, so there's some more. There's there there's another layer there. You know what I mean? Um, and so all these things add up to make Batman Returns a really brilliant standalone sequel. I think Tim does what he wanted to do. He brings something new to the table. You know what I mean? It's he takes what was successful with the first one and he reuses that, but in a lot of ways he ups the ante. It's kind of like what you know Cameron did with Terminator Two. I mean, from a screenplay standpoint, the movies are identical, but the special effects, the action is so amped up. It's on a whole new level. And with Tim in this movie, the look of the film is. I think you mentioned that you said Gotham City looks smaller. Which is interesting, but yeah. you know we get two villains that both have a fairly compelling storyline. Like you said, Michelle Pfeiffer looks great in it. You know, I, I was telling Chris, I was like, "How the fuck did they get her into that goddamn costume?" And she was like, "A whole lot of lube." You know what I mean? Because <laughs> that shit is painted on her. You know, and all the little cliche lines. You know. You know, damn, I broke a nail, or saved by kitty litter, or, you know, just little stuff like that. Um, I really enjoy. Um, you know, in some ways it kind of shows its age, you know what I mean? Um, but, you know, 1992, this, like you were pointing out, this is my wheelhouse. So, yeah, it's Slater for me, absolutely. How about you, OCP? It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, I I enjoyed it the second time through. Um, I was doing a little bit of programming while watching it, but, um, it was, it kept pulling me away. Um, that's always a good sign. Yeah. Um, it's like I said, it, it, I really enjoy the, how, how disgusting the penguin makes you feel whenever he's Ugh. on the screen. Yeah. I think he's just, it's just, that's, that's, that's how a villain should be. Like that's, yeah. that's yeah. what should happen, you know? Um, and even through the empathy, you're still, grossed out you know it's like oh yeah he's he's an amazing oh, yeah. monster but i can mm-hmm. i not look at him can you just put the camera on well and he's got like the <laughs> sexual predator thing going on like <laughs> yeah he's like he's yeah, like he's worse yeah. than the, i want to he's worse than that fucking skunk and and uh, pepper the pew <laughs> yeah oh my god that's a fucking hilarious analogy yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's all. I want to help fill her void. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, as a kid, you're like, "What? This guy? Jesus Christ! Calm down. <laughs> Take a dip in that cold water there by your house." <laughs> in your, in yeah, your no cave, kidding. Right? It's, it's clearly <laughs> cool not <up> penguin. <laughs> it's clearly not working. Why a virgin? That's why. Why you know? They probably never had yeah, some. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, oh. them little penguins he hangs around with probably give him the cold shoulder. So yeah, exactly. See. But um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It, it's a high buy that for a dollar for me. Yeah, for me, yeah. There, there's there's things that like as a kid that I I always never enjoyed, so it stuck with me since even being an adult now. Is like um, I hated Christopher Walken's character as a kid. 
I just thought he was super. I just the way he talked, like I didn't get like he was Christopher Walken, like I do now. Oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> like then as kids, I was just like, "What is with this guy? Is a big hairdo? Like you so mean to Michelle Pfeiffer? Like fuck this dude! I'm like you know." Yeah. Uh, and then um, next time I'll push her out of a taller what is it, a taller building or some shit. Yeah. And then I um, love that scene. That's yeah. And then his um and then his kids fucking the want to be Leatherface, you know? Fucking oh yeah, yeah, yeah. From the program. Um, so that and the whole politics things always bug me. So, but like with the first one, I just love everything about it. Like it's got everything, you know, and it's got fucking prints on the soundtrack. So, but it's still a lot of fun. I still enjoy it. Uh, but like I said, there's things that as a kid bug me that I just, you know, that I just can't forget. <laughs> mm. So, so maybe it's, it's a buy. It's a dollar though, for sure. Oh. So who's got the homework next week? I do. Right? I don't have anything. 100% pick I gotta show out. you this fucking thing where you know you, you guys you like fan made videos right sure when fans I love that video makes something yeah so I don't know if you guys remember the last Fast and Furious where Jason Statham and Vin Diesel had a fight with like those metal pipes oh yeah <laughs> yeah somebody had a lightsaber to them <laughs> oh that's amazing <laughs> um, I'll watch it it's <laughs> pretty funny <laughs> Special effects mashup. Isn't that awesome? I, I've seen this before. Yeah. Where they do the... They Remember we saw that one where that guy was... Um, there was those two guys in the... One guy got out of his truck, and, was, and he's got like a big two-by-four who's going to yeah. fight that guy. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Everything was like... like a, it was like a real... It was like a real road rage. Incident. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, so, yeah. So, what do you got, Tony? You got extra credit? Nope. Or oh, I got extra credit. Yep. Yeah. So check it out. So Don't Breathe is coming out this uh, weekend. Um, it's a new horror movie that's, I guess, it's supposed to be really good. It's fucking, it's got 8.3 on IMDb currently. And it's directed by Fetty Alvarez. Um, so I figured, and since he's got a new movie coming out, I figured let's go check out his old movie. Um, I'm going to uh, watch the remake of The Evil Dead that he did. So 2013's The Evil Dead remake. That's my extra credit. Just watch that not long ago. Do we? You know what? I, I don't think did. we did. I think I saw it as like extra or something no, like that. No, 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 no. Because I saw this too and I wouldn't watch this on my own. <laughs> oh. Is it too soon to rewatch it? Let's see. When? How long ago was it that we watched it? Uh, there's something from 276. Something well, it came on well, it came on 2013, so it can't be. Yeah, <laughs> episode. Kind of be fucking episode 168. Thank you. Oh, was it that long ago? <laughs> Titled <laughs> in the title of the episode is called "Tony Sucks." <laughs> what the hell? Oh, what the, what the hell? Oh, what created that? Oh god! And, and I love how you like you're like. Oh man, who would just see that? Yeah, fucking a hundred, like 200 episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's like fresh. Yeah, so that's yeah, we I'm... were on uh, we were on killer. No, oh. no, no, oh. no, 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 no. Sorry, Canerfinum, Canerfinum. That's it. Uh, fucking edit that shit out. I don't want anybody to. I fucking... still think people will, like uh, enjoy the live feed. You know. Yeah, I so you got nothing, Harley? You were... I it's fucking. Good. What comes out? Anything comes out in the theater? Anything good? Oh, I just said, don't breathe. <laughs> no. The mechanic resurrection with Jason Statham. Boring. Space dogs, yeah, baby. 
There you go. Woo, doggy. Well, Sausage Party still out of the theaters. War Dogs just came out. Kubo and the Two Strings. Yeah, oh. fuck all that. Jennifer Lawrence is uh, top's highest paid actress list for the second straight year. Wow. Um, I got a bunch of movies, but you guys don't want to see them. <clears throat> Finally, you hear that, Tony? Mm-hmm. Well, it just means he knows. So whenever he does assign him, it's being a dick. Yeah. Uh, and you picked a horror movie. Mm-hmm. I want to see this movie called Hell or High Water, but it's it's not it's limited. Huh? Yeah. yeah, I listened to it too. Yeah, that looks interesting. And then you guys see mm-hmm. the trailer for La La Land from the director of Whiplash? No. Oh, interesting. Tony? Nope. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'll be curious to hear you guys' take. Is it out or something? No, it's coming out. Emma Stone, Ryan Gosling. A jazz pianist falls for an aspiring actress in L.A. Damien Chazelle? When you watch the trailer, it's, it's, it's very unique. It's very different. Hmm. I'll check it out. <clears throat> Let's <laughs> talk about your weekend. Maybe it'll come to you. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Homework. Weekend. All right. MCP, your neck was sore. What happened? All right. So, so, yeah, so Friday night. Actually, my my weekend felt like it started Friday morning. Um, oh. I've been. I signed up for an exam, uh, certification exam for programming. Um, like Microsoft certification, and uh, and I went and took it, and I, I it's it's a, like a three hour exam, um, and I finished in an hour, and I passed, no problem. Ah, damn. So I'm just like, I'm like, so I got out early, and I'm like, I scheduled the rest of my day for this shit, and uh, and I and I and so, but I ended up going back to work anyway, um, but instead of working on what I was assigned to do, I just worked on some other fun stuff. And so it felt like I was already on a high from passing my test. I was working on some uh, particular query that was a lot more fun. And so I was, I, was, I was feeling good. Go home. We have our panda, you know, weekly, our weekly uh, dinner date, panda date. Um, and then Matt, a friend from that we met at uh, EDC, he comes down. We hang out. Then we go down to San Diego. Oh, DJ. What was his name? Uh, yeah, that's right. He was on podcast, Vibefire. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> And, uh, and we went down to San Diego, um, where Crisley was playing, um, at basement and just raged my face off all night. I mean, I didn't stop dancing. And I remember at one point, um, in the night or at the, towards the end, Crisley was like, all right, here's one more song. I'm like, cool. I'm going to go hard the whole way until he's done. He plays for another 30 minutes. <laughs> I was dying. <laughs> it was like, God damn, how long is this fucking song? Seriously, man. And um, the best part was that I went stone cold sober. Like, not not even a, I didn't even smell alcohol. It was, yeah, and uh, and I enjoyed it just as much, if not more than normal, because I could remember uh-huh. everything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that was cool. And then uh, so lights come on, you know. I, I shut, we shut the place down, or at least I thought we shut the place down. And I'm I was dancing towards the exit, 
so that I could see because we ended up splitting up. You know, he he met up with a girl that he met last time he was down, and I was off doing my own thing, just you know, com- dance competition with whoever whoever would join. You know, <laughs> you, okay, so you know some cool things that would happen. Like, um, I would I was like dancing around the club, kind of just like grooving as I'm as I'm walking, just checking things out. At one point, this girl start like grabs me from like from behind as I'm walking. She's on the stairs and she puts her arm over my neck and start and we start raging together, like start headbanging like in sync. And I was like, yeah, oh. this is this is awesome. I turned around. <laughs> I'm like, I hope she's cute because I couldn't see her. <laughs> I just knew. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's not. I'm headbutting for real. Exactly. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I turn around and tell she's she's totally cute. She's pretty drunk, um, and I pull her in, give her a kiss on the cheek, and I'm like, "You're, you're awesome." And I just take I just take off and keep going through the through the um, through the club. Um, at one point, like at the, towards the end, I'm just dancing, and a girl just comes up and hugs me, and she's like, "Okay, bye," <laughs> and just goes away. <laughs> I'm like, uh, "Okay, <laughs> that, that was fun." Um, uh, random girl comes up and just like starts scratching my head. Like she's running her fingers, like her fingernails through my hair. You think like, you're on e? As I'm, I'm thinking that's what she thought. Like that I was rolling, and so I'm like, whatever, I'm enjoying do. it. Yeah. I'm enjoying it no matter what. So, fuck uh-huh. it. Um, but anyway, so end of the night, um, I'm at the towards the towards the exit, and um, I don't see Matt. I'm like shit, and they're usher, they're they're escorting everybody, so they, everybody out. They push me out. And I'm like shit. I didn't see him, so I'm wandering around, and we park like just like a two blocks away at the most. Um, and so I walk to his car. He's not there. I go back and forth between his car and the, and the, and the club like three times, nothing. So, so I, I stopped some random guy and I'm like, can I borrow your phone? I, Oh, I left my phone in the car. Cause I hate uh. raging with my phone in my pocket. Cause it just bounces around. Yeah. So I had I didn't have a phone and I didn't have my ride. So I stopped a random guy and he's like, so I called Laney, woke her ass up to call Matt <laughs> to tell him to meet me at a particular intersection. Oh my god! This is at like two in the morning. Ah uh, man, that was a, that, that was interesting though. How did Laney know to pick up the number? You had to leave a voicemail first. No, because with Laney, uh, it's always two calls. Like if we do two calls back to back, it's an emergency. So she knew to pick up the second time. Oh, I gotcha. Um. Yeah, so I, I told the guy, I was like, yeah, she's it's she's not going to pick that up. Can you please dial again? The guy's just like, all right. <laughs> and he didn't give me the phone. Like, he just said, what's the number? I'll dial it. You know, he didn't <laughs> want me running off with his phone. Um, yeah, and just put Did it on Did you delete the number afterwards? Oof, I don't care. <laughs> um, <Nope. laughs> I, he hasn't called Laney, so I imagine that, you know. That you know of. Yeah, that, oh, right. <laughs> um <laughs> But anyway, so that was that was just Friday night. That like that was the end of our our uh, our Friday night. Um, Saturday night or Saturday, uh, fuck! I almost died Saturday. Was it Saturday? Was it Sunday? No, it was Saturday. It was yeah, definitely Saturday that I almost died. Well, I'm glad you're still with us. Um, <laughs> so so Saturday morning, um, I I mean we get home like at three in the morning. I wake up at six and I go to the kennel because the phones are down. Um, and so I go and I go over there and help him fix it. And then, uh, at, while I'm over there, I get a, a text from Lanny and she's all, can you bring milk on the way home? I'm like, yeah, sure. Um, and then, uh, so I call her and, uh, and she says, no, 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 no. She sends me another text. She's like, the boys took the, um, Carolina Reaper peppers that your brother gave you. I'm like, what? Those are like hottest fucking peppers. They're, they're the hottest. 
and my, my brother got them for me for Christmas last year. So I'm like, motherfuckers. Oh my God. All right. And then I was like, well, I'm going to go buy a bunch of more shit because I'm not going to let them eat peppers that I haven't eaten myself. You know, it's like yeah. my guests eat eight peppers and I haven't. All right. No, I, I got to I got to join in. So I go to the store, buy a bunch of yogurts and puddings and milks and cereals, a bunch of shit to prepare for this event. It's like not a big deal. I'll eat the pepper, drink some milk, have some uh, some yogurt, you know, to calm it down. No big deal. I bite into it. Not a big deal. I'm like, yeah, no, this is this isn't too bad. It's spicy, but it's nothing I, I couldn't handle. I swallow it instantly my throat is in hell <laughs> it is a the worst fucking feeling i've ever felt in my life it was oh, on, shit. it was a furnace in my throat and it like the 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 laney and the guys there they, they, they were just hanging out and they saw they heard that i was doing it and i just started i just start dying they all look at me and my face is completely drenched in tears like I started instantly crying. My face was just, boom, my face was completely red. I'm di- I'm trying to drink. And it, and what sucks is that the pain was in my throat. And if it's in your mouth, you could just hold the milk in your mouth. And Can't you just like guzzle a bunch of milk? Can't That's that help? That's the problem though. If you drink too much milk, I was on an empty stomach. Yeah, oh. I had no breakfast and I was out all night partying. So I was completely fasted. St- mistake number one. Mistake number two is that when you drink too much milk, you puke. And oh. mistake number three is that I swallowed that shit and it burned my throat. And you can't hold milk in your throat. Yeah. You swallow, yeah. it just goes yeah. through, and you just got to keep drinking and drinking. So, I mean, I was guzzling as much as I fucking could, but as soon as I'd swallow, it, like, it would feel it, – it would numb the pain a little bit, and then, it, and then it's gone, and then the pain's back. I was dying, dude. I you done fucked up. I fucked up. No, I was so <laughs> fucked up. I couldn't hold the milk to pour oh, it in my man. cup. I was shaking. I was on the ground, crying, shaking. I couldn't do. I couldn't do anything. Like it was, it was the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. Um, and then uh, finally, it started calming down. I was like, okay, and I could feel just a fire. All of us, all three of like the boys, they had fire in their belly. Like afterwards, like dude, I don't feel good. And I didn't feel good. And um, Matt, he had some Pepto-Bismol. And he said he felt, <laughs> made, made him feel better. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try that yeah. too. I take some Pepto-Bismol. It all comes out. And it burns just as much on the way out. Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. It was the worst, worst fucking day of my life. It was insane. And, and then, you know, you're puking and you can't breathe. You know, when you puke, imagine that. And your throat and mouth are on fire from all the spice coming back out. I thought I was going to die. I was like, I'm going to die with my head in the toilet right here. This is, this is it. This is the end of my life. Oh, that was, that was a wild, wild day. Um, and that was just before, that was before noon. <laughs> uh, my mom had a birthday Friday. She went out and saw, um, I think, I can't remember what artist she saw, but uh, you know, some Mexican artist, I think Juan Gabriel or something uh, but anyway they had a lot of fun so we ha- had dinner saturday um and we filled the whole aisle you know now there's a le- we had 11 of us now because every sibling has a significant other and uh <laughs> yeah we're just a massive massive party um, but the best part is that while we were we were in uh we went to norte in carlsbad and uh, they have a lot of pokestops right there so we were showing my mom how to catch Pokemon, and uh, and we were showing her how like the Pokemon were on her shoulder and shit. So 
the whole table was playing Pokemon <laughs> during dinner. It was hilarious. <laughs> We're all on our phones, you know, flicking and catching and talking. It was it was pretty damn funny. Um, you look around and everyone was playing too. It's like just waiting for their food. I, yeah, I think most of the other tables put their phones away because they didn't want to look as, as retarded as we looked. <laughs> but it was a good time. That was a that was Saturday night, and then Sunday. Sunday, what we do Sunday? Um, I don't remember. I think I did just I had some work and I played some video games because we have um, Laney's brother and babysitting him, um, and taking care of him. So, you know, he's he he his mom is in san francisco for the week so we're providing shelter um so sunday was a pretty chill day um but then monday and that kind of leads into um fonzo fonzo's weekend we fonzo and i went down to san diego to catch nina diaz uh she started her west coast tour in san diego and that was a lot of fun um luckily my neck had just recovered from friday so i was able to <laughs> rock out to and your so, throat just recovered too yeah yeah exactly oh my god yeah. <laughs> and your asshole by sunday when it came out of the oh, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't need to hear them yeah that was that was bad too <laughs> <laughs> well yeah get, get more into detail about that so tony what are you doing the toilet uh, yeah, yeah, the toilet. Did you see your life flash how before many, you? How many centimeters were you dilated? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I wish it were that simple. It's like, it was more like like serrated edge knife Oof. type. Of, that's what it felt like. Uh, it, was, it was not Damn. fun. Um, but anyway, Monday night, last night, you know, the end the end to the, our weekend, we, we went down to San Diego, and I'll let Fonzo finish the rest because it was, uh, he, he, uh, he, I'll let you finish because. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it was like cool. it was it's just Monday night, and we're heading down there, and um, you know, I'm like thinking we should get there kind of early, but you're like, no, you know, it's Monday. There's no traffic, no parking, no big deal. You know, we don't have to hurry. And there's an opening act before, so we won't miss her. I'm like, all right, you know, we'll get there late. Sure enough, we're driving. Antonio's talking bullshit. Next thing, Antonio looks up. He's like, well, we're in eight five already. Like, we're almost here. I'm like, damn, you're right. It's like it's it's way better to go to a show in San Diego than in LA. God, it's so much closer, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so we get there, and I'm like, I break, I brought one of their. Um, like I said this is her solo performance. This is solo act. So she's got a new band, um, but we we know her from the, her previous band, Girl in the Coma, with her sister and her friend. So I have one of their albums. It's like a record store exclusive, a blue vinyl. And I wanted to get her signed, so I bring it. And I and well, should I bring it now? I'm like, nah, I don't want to carry it around. I'll, I'll maybe after the show, I, I'll, I'll run to the car and get it and come back. So we pull up to the spot. It's called a Soda Bar in San Diego. Nice little, just small little venue. You know, it's got a you walk in these cool like roundabout seats, like four, five of them maybe facing the bar. You know, got the bar there and there's seats in the back with like three arcade games. And of course, what's the one video game we always talk about on the podcast? Fucking Battletoads. <laughs> Battle that a goddamn Battletoads arcade. Like, Tony, this is amazing. This is place. This is our. <laughs> this is our place. This is incredible. Unfortunately, the games weren't plugged in, so it was a bummer. But man, it would have been so fucking rad. And I just made the perfect icing on the on the. You know, like it would have been the cherry yeah. on top. I'm gonna play Battletoads at the end of the night. Um, it would have been broke, so, man. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Because yeah, before they start playing. So then, um, so right when we get there, we're about to go in. I'm taking a picture on my phone and. uh I'm looking for I hear that Tony just slaps me in the arm. I'm like, bam. I'm like, hey, hey, there she is. There she is. And I'm trying to finish this, like, Snapchat on my phone, and I accidentally hit somebody else's name, so I'm trying to fix it. And Tony's like, hey, it's right there, right there. And I'm like, shit. I'm like, oh. So I look up, and sure enough, there she is. If 
but I had a singer with her tour manager. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit, she's right there. I'm like, what the fuck? This is crazy. And I'm like, um, um, shit. So do I say, hey, can I, you know, do I run back to the car to get the album cover? Or do I talk to her first? What do I do? I'm like, damn it. And um, so I'm just standing there, like, just waiting. And Tony's like, go, can you talk to her? What are you, you going to do? And all of a sudden, I get like a fucking, I'm like a kid in, in school. I try to talk to a girl for the first time. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I just cool. like get, get all nervous all of a sudden. <laughs> And and then she call, she totally calls me out on it. She's like, um, um, what did she say? She said, well, she uh, looks over at us, and I'm yeah. like, hi, Nina. And she's like, hey. And then she points at you, and she's like, look at you waiting so patiently. Yeah, I'm like looking at the sky. I'm looking at the cars. I'm looking at my shoes. I'm kicking dirt. <laughs> I'm doing everything but making eye contact. And I'm like, she's like, yeah, well, you know, I'm like, you're talking to your friend. I don't want to bother you, you know. So I'm just waiting. She's like, oh, yeah, come here and talk. So we're starting talking. And I was like, hey, I uh, was wondering, I got uh, your album. I was wondering if I could get you signed. And she's like, trips out. She's like, because the big thing is she's working on this album. She's got about like 10 or 11 tracks now. And she doesn't have her album yet for this her solo act. Um, she goes, but I don't have an album yet. And I'm like, oh, no, Girl in the Coma. And she goes, oh, okay, I was going to say. I'm like, what? I don't have an album yet. And she's like, oh, no, yes, yes, of course. Anything Girl in the Coma, yes. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to run the car real quick and come back. She's like, yeah, sure. So she understood. I'm like, that's awesome. And then uh, so I was just laughing the whole time. I'm like, motherfucker, she was standing right there. You couldn't talk. And I'm like, and I, just, and I see somebody walk by like in the corner of my eye, but I just, I don't know. For some reason, I just got super nervous. I don't know why. Um, so I go back to the car. Tony brought a Sharpie for me, and she we're talking some more inside. It was cool. And I'm like, yeah, we're excited to you know, see you performance and that. And uh so going, I'm like, that's so right. Like, I wanted, like, and we both, we both got a picture with her, and she was super cool. And because um, one of the things that we just really like about her, she has her voice. She's such a unique voice. And uh, on the way there, I actually played her, uh, played Tony a song where she did a song with Tiesto. And I was going to ask her about that in the bar. I was going to ask her. Oh, how, yeah, how, I was going to point at you and go, you know, my, my, my cousin's a big dance music guy, and I, I just want to know how that whole collab worked with Tiesto. I was going to ask her, and I totally forgot. Um, so... So she goes back in, you know, we, we sit down, we, we get a little table, we're having some drinks, and then uh, this band comes up, and they're 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 called the Prettiest Eyes, and we're like, oh, that's a total girl band, right? And Tony's like, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Fucking three dudes go up. <laughs> and it's crazy. It's like this, the drummer who's the singer with these two long-ass dreads in the back of his head. Like, like, down like, to his like, calves. Oh, yeah, they're crazy Jeez. long. It's two big dreads. Yeah, it's crazy. But everything else is short. That's what's so weird. Mm. Um, so it's almost like Tom Poe fucking kickboxer so it's just and then this cowboy comes up like the dude the dude the bass is from 6th street except he's a lot taller <laughs> yes. uh, he's got a cowboy hat he's got the bolo tie and he's the, he's the bass and they got John Lennon on the keys uh, this, this skinny dude with long hair he's got Ron glasses and that's it it's a drummer who's a singer a bassist and the, and the piano with like these weird like mixing shit and all these crazy gadgetry because he's playing keys and he's just twisting Tony, how would you describe them, right? These guys were off the rockers. These guys were, like, like the first couple of songs were real upbeat and they're really jamming, yeah, you know, they're, they're jamming. But then they get, they're just, they're so weird, right? They couldn't stand still. Like, the guy's playing his bass on the pole that's there. Like, it's like, the it, it's, it's like groovy noise. No, the, you described the best. Remember, you said they were, like, uh, like kids, like, in school or whatever, like, experimenting but they never grew out of that phase yeah they never grew out of that phase of experimenting yeah for yeah. sure it, yeah they were very unique though like they were very I mean, cool. the, the the keyboardist would very frequently mash as many keys as his forearm could reach 
Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> it was it was wild because they had a good beat and like the basis was was kick ass. The, the 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 drummer, he was good and the the keyboardist, he could hold he he was good at when he was playing the melody, but more often than not, he was just providing noise and it was just it was always. a weird like one part could, yeah it was like a 1950s like ufo movie it's like you know yeah. and one part was just like it was one high pitch like, and the whole time like oh man's gonna calm that down and take it off you know and then they come back in and he's like boom and the bass would just kick like the bass and the drum you know it's like mm-hmm. just like actual drum and bass <laughs> and it was uh, and there was there were a shift there working. So it was literally drum and bass. It was yeah, and then the fucking keyboard itself. After they were done, um, we, and we were we were having all these cool conversations. Me and Tony were talking about like what kind of life they're living, right? Like this is a, if they want this is a career. Like we're trying to think of the income and like how are they doing it? Like you know, it, it all depends on how many people show up and like and, like I always thought it'd be cool to like be on the road with like your friends making music and touring. You know, it sounds like kind of sounds cool, but it's not really glamorous, you know, because all of you. Uh, it's all of you in the car, but it's still it's 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 doing something you love, you know. I mean, Sing Street style, right? We just you know, but mm-hmm. you know, just do it, right? Um, so they're going out, but they're playing their music. You gotta you you, you, you gotta put yourself out there. You gotta play as many venues and and uh, and then and then you know they're not big, so they you know they got their their, their own roadies. You know, they, there was a stage guy that came out and helped them set up. I mean, and the other band once they were done, once they finished setting up. Or uh, I mean, packing their stuff away. They were helping out the other band bring, put out their stuff. You know, you get the drums and everything, the keyboard. Once they set up, you're like, wow, they, you know, it's just them doing their work. You know, and then when they're done, they put everything away and then talk to people afterwards. And um, and you know, she did not disappoint, man. She put on an amazing show. It was like such a little cool, intimate venue. So we were able to sit right in the front and like, and, like I, I I didn't see Tony stop dancing. Like the only time he stopped dancing is when she stopped playing, just for him to clap. And then he kept going. <laughs> And I was bobbing my head. I like to record a lot of video on my phone. I just like to relive the video, so I get to record a lot. But I was jamming. And at one point, she gets off stage and starts singing. And she starts singing right into my phone and starts pointing at my phone. It's such a cool video. It's crazy. Um, so, oh, she did not disappoint me. Like, she had, like, her album was, like, totally eclectic. It's it's almost like um, Sing Street, where she had some 80s dance music, you know? She had some very dancey songs. And she had this one solo song where it was just her breaking down, like, just pouring out her soul, where she was just... I mean, everybody was just sitting there. I mean, I, I pull out a fake lighter, you know, and then the bass pull out a real lighter. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, no, she she didn't disappoint me. She was awesome, like totally supporter for like you know like with it when she's in her band and when she's solo. Like, and I I, I found out that her, the drummer's her her boyfriend actually. He uh, I, I I followed him on Instagram and I saw that he posted a picture with her. Um, I think they've been together for like a year now, so it's kind of cool. The, that they, the drummer, they, yeah. Ah, okay. So, so that's what I have to be. And, you, and, and, and remember, you and I asked you if you were to, it could be the band, what would you be? And you should <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, no, it was it was just such a fun night. It was awesome. And what's crazy is that same night, Guns N' Roses were playing at the Qualcomm Stadium, and uh, and I texted Tony earlier today. Somebody on Instagram posted like, "Hey, I'm selling some Guns N' Roses tickets," and I'm like, "Huh, just curious, see how much they're going for, right?" He mm. said, "Pair of four. Want to take a guess, Harley? Floor for how levels. many?" Floor, floor level? How- it's floor level for Guns N' Roses. $2,000. Damn. I have four seventy five each. No, see? There you go. Two Gs. Yeah. Fucking nailed it. Yeah. So, um, like, damn, that's crazy. Um, 
So when we were driving back from the show, uh, we, were, we were on the freeway, and we see the fireworks going up in the stadium. I'm like, oh, shit, the show just ended up and pops on recording. And you can just hear Tony in the background, what? It's just smoke? No fireworks? We missed it. <laughs> we totally missed it. We started driving further away. There was like a couple more popped off. I'm like, oh, shit. Started filming. There's these huge trees in the way. It was so fucking <laughs> funny. But it was just kind of cool that um, fucking GNR was playing at uh, – at a clock home that was kind of cool because they, you know, they had, their, they, had, they had just played two nights at Dodger Stadium like a couple of days before. So, they, now, they, isn't that just Axl Rose and his? No, no, no. Um, that's the thing. This is them back. Like it's Slash, oh. Slash and Duff, and yeah, and like uh, you get the band back together. That's why it's a big deal. Interesting. So, yeah, it finally worked it out. So that's kind of interesting. So yeah, um, so no, yeah, they were playing in San Diego, and, and like I said. We had a really cool, just right there, right in front row, watching her. She get on stage. We can see her. We can hear. Her. Like I said, I record on my phone. And it sounds clear. Like it's it's amazing. Um, so yeah, she that was so much fun. Like I'm so stoked. And then next Monday we're going to see Deftones in San Diego again. So um, mm-hmm. Tony's got a bunch of other stuff lined up too. So uh, hopefully he doesn't his ass doesn't explode or <laughs> yeah. stay away from the, stay away from the hot chilies there, bozo. <laughs> yeah. So the, so much fun. I. Uh, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. So I was so stoked just to say. Cause we always said if she ever came down to San Diego, her or the band, we'd we'd go and see her. So when I saw the opportunity popped up, it was it was, it was a no brainer. So that was cool. So what'd you do? I didn't do shit, man. We we just chilled around the house. Um, I was resting for my my first week of school, dealing with uh, a bunch of shitty kids and. Uh, All that shit talking about my kids. Holy crap. Let's just say my kids are the best behaved kids at Dunsmore Elementary School. Are you teaching in dangerous minds? Or, or? Dude, I, what it is is there's a bunch of like... Sing Street. There's a bunch... I have, I have nicknames for, for these sort of like feral kids that are like... You know, they're latchkey kids and they're, you know, their parents could give a shit and they don't pick them up from school. They let them like walk home on the other side of town. Well, you're like an after school program. Like you actually are babysitting. That's that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm in charge of the after school program. So from, from two to six, I am in charge of a bunch of little kids and there's about a hand, there's about half a dozen that, are genuinely dangerous. Like, I got headbutted today. Like, what? yeah, like I had like a like a a third grader, so like Mazzy's age, like an eight year. Well, no, but she's like ten years old. She's just been held back so many times. She's literally just running around out of control, and then just like headbutts, like crashes into me, and I'm like. <laughs> What are you doing? You can't just be running around headbutting people. And she's like, ah, ah, ah. she goes, I just, you got, you got to let me go outside. I'm a wild animal. And I'm like, she said that. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, the kids are crazy. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I, I had outside? no, of course not. I can't let these kids outside. You put her in a cage. What'd you do? Uh, that's what I need to do. I need that. I need that. The uh, the cage from Batman <laughs> Returns. When you said Phil Trude, I automatically thought of that kid from Road Warrior. <laughs> yeah. Well, I always say it's it's Mowgli 
from uh, from Jungle, Jungle Book. Book. I'm like, because mm-hmm. these kids are like, wow. So you got Mowgli, you got the feral kid from Road Warrior. Dude, Who else you got? <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, man, these kids are out of control. So, um, and I, you know, like I have, I only have so much patience, you know, <laughs> before my the, the the tone of my voice increases. Uh-oh. And uh, but uh, so far, my boss has got no problems with. Uh, with my behavior, so I'm yeah. gonna keep on. I'm gonna keep on keeping on. So there you go. Um, it's cool. I just need to, you know, and I, I certainly have some some aids that that uh, you know, we separate, we divide and conquer. That's our that's our motto at school: divide and conquer. <laughs> so, but it's been it's only been two days, and I'm already like, I need a break. I need a vacation. <laughs> like Arnold's fucking T two, yeah, just yeah. worn out. Your arms, your arms missing. You're like, I need a vacation. Uh-huh. Like, God damn, what happened to you? Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> See, I wish I was in Photoshop. I would just totally make that. Yeah, but it's it's good training because it's like obviously yeah. you know if I ever go back to school yeah. and finish my degree, it was to become a school teacher. So <laughs> this is like, uh, are you sure? Because. <laughs> Are you sure you're okay? Because you just yeah, went just through went a through wall. wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! We just—I forgot to say happy birthday, Kobe. It was, it was yesterday. Oh, <laughs> uh, there you go. So, uh, yeah. So that was my yeah. weekend, but uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's, I think that wraps up another episode of the Bad Boys Podcast, live from Texas, partners. Episode three twenty-five is in the books. Yeehaw! <laughs> Really enjoyed Sing Street and Batman Returns. We had a good, and Harley still hasn't given us the homework. So, I got, I got, I got. I think we'll talk about it afterwards, just because I don't think we need to keep. Gotcha. All right, cool. Well, like I said, thanks for listening. Like us on Facebook. Share the video. Like the video. Comments. Uh, keep, keep on keeping on. I guess, like Harley said, I'm your host. Fun to say we ride together. We die together. MCP Bad Boys for Life. <laughs>